Hey, if you're new and you're listening to this for the first time, I'm Toss and I'm with Les and we are traveling the globe, teaching men how to meet, attract and date women without a single swipe on Tinder or setting foot inside a sweaty sausage fest at a nightclub. We're actually sitting in London at the moment. Les is counting down the weeks. When, when do you go to Mexico? I go to Mexico on the 2nd of November. And you're flying into Vardacom? Yeah, flying into Cancun and then catching a bus or some form of transportation to Playa. Getting, out, of, getting yeah. out there as soon as possible. I 100%. remember going to Cancun. It was literally my worst night. If I was 18, I'd have loved it. Because mm. it was literally guys like these jacked up quarterback yanks doing, you know, downing beer kegs. And these like really skimpily clad like bikini girls running around, but all American though. Right? They're all American, and yeah. it was just a, a really tack. I found it super tacky. I was there sure. like when I was like 24, 25, and it was just like if I'd been there when I was seventeen, eighteen, great. Completely different thing in life, isn't it? Yeah, different for stages sure. in life for sure. Uh, we'll make sure we talk close to the uh, the phone that we're recording this on as well, so you guys can hear. Um, so yeah, you've been, you're, you're off to Mexico. Anything else to add? What have you been up to? Yeah. So obviously preparing for Mexico, it's a beach city. So getting in the best shape as possible, going to gym, um, working on diet, also trying to learn as much Spanish as possible, just so that when I get there, I can, you know, have a basic understanding being, you know, having lessons on a weekly basis with like talkie. Okay. That yeah. uh, app that you recommended doing really well on that. Where you get like a native speaker and they'll just talk to you for an hour on, on yeah. Skype or whatever a few times a week. Yeah, helps a lot. Helps a lot. So if anyone out there is thinking of learning a language, highly recommend that. Any dates? Yeah, I had a few dates. Um, went on a date with a very uh, cute <laughs> Swedish girl the other day. Dream goose or? Dream goose, yeah, 100%. <laughs> We're all about the dream geese. I've 100%. Been, How about yourself? I've been studying a bit of Brazilian Portuguese. I've been listening to a podcast on Spotify called uh, Karaoke Connection, which is basically like a uh, a gringo American bloke who's hooked up with a Brazilian woman and they're just kind of traveling around. And it's cool. It's a bit like notes in Spanish. They talk about mm. colloquial stuff for 10 minutes, like colloquial slang Portuguese, Brazilian Portuguese. So it's not the textbook nonsense. Uh, it's been good. And then I also bought a stupid ring. I got sold on the website. It said like <laughs> Moon Crater Special. And I paid you like fell right for the nonsense. But they offered free inscription. So in the inside, I put dead tusk walk. <laughs> just to remind us, remind myself that we're all uh, we're all ashes to ashes, dust to dust, Maximus. And, uh, and we've got to make the most of the short time we have on planet Earth, as stupid as that sounds. Yeah, no, 100%. So without further ado, what are we going to talk about today? So today is a really cool topic uh, that we keep on hammering on about in all the videos. And we're just going to re-emphasize and go over a few really important points. And that is importance of grooming and fashion and the difference between good looking and looking good. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this is the obvious thing. I get it a lot uh, and I've had it ever since I started the channel where like mm. guys will say, Task, you've got a good face everything's super easy for you sure. your life must be completely sorted and whilst it will work i think as a as a good start with women and you'll get a lot of ioi's if you've got no game as you know having taught a number of good looking very good looking clients can attest to it gets you nowhere and when you're trying to date that real upper tier they don't give a fuck either yeah you know i always use the analogy if i walked into a victoria's secrets fashion show do you really think i'm going to be banging one of the, the fucking you know, models from just walking in with a good good face. Mm, it's not going to happen. Absolutely not. Um, so the the two things 
that people generally can't change are height and you know if you've got a you know obviously superficial stuff on your face we talk about we'll talk about it in the grooming but generally speaking you can't just get a new face yeah so you just got to kind of play the cards you're dealt and just own those and just accept that's where you're at in life and I think the difference between being good looking and looking good is you can get a, a guy who's facially not great and maybe he's not the tallest guy in the world, but his fashion is fucking slick. It's really on point. Um, and his grooming's on point and he uses charisma and charm. And that is a, a guy that's, you know, looking good. That's yeah. the difference, right? So, for, you, you know, people are always using the excuse, oh, my face isn't particularly good looking. It's just a small element. Sure. The entire thing. There's no excuse not to get to the game and get shredded. There's no excuse not to have your dart on point, uh, have your fashion looking amazing. 100%. There's no, there's no excuse to max out every other facet that makes someone attractive. Yeah. Like we spoke about, obviously, the health, the diet, the, the fashion, all of that stuff. And if that person really does max out every uh, potential area that he can in all other areas of life, he's actually going to do much, way, way better than the guy who's just relying based, relying purely on his looks yeah and they, he's not going to do that well or the, the guy, guy who's who's doing the kind of we won't name names but there's a host of them the old school pickup artists that literally will just drive around in a van for example uh they look like garbage mm. they take no care over kind of looking good and it's just like you know guys are going there oh man his game's amazing he, he banged like quite a, a good looking girl it's just like why wouldn't he you know fashion is super important to a woman yeah. she's you know we see like we see an amazing pair of tits on a beach yeah. or we're drawn to that flesh, like a woman's amazing body. She looks at a well-dressed man who's got his fashion on point and she creams herself. She's like, mm. fuck, I want to know who that is. So from our point of view, it's just like, why are you trying to sabotage yourself? Why are you trying to, you know, wh how much value, how much gain do you have to learn to try and compensate for all the other shit you, you can fix super easily, but you don't want to fix. Yeah. And you're also, you're also just cheating yourself as well yeah. because you shouldn't only be getting your fashion and the other areas of your of your life in order just for women you should be doing it just to be the best person that you can be as cliche as that sounds I just agree. really killing it in every single area of life i agree so without further ado we'll move on we'll split it into two bits so we'll talk about first of all the fashion grooming you actually did a bit of a i don't know how how how, how much we can verify these these <laughs> facts and inverted comments you've come up with but they're quite interesting nonetheless and they made yeah. me think no, definitely. So we'll go over a few little facts that are quite interesting. And the uh, first one reads, a vast majority of 85% of women thinks a guy who dresses well is sexier one than one who has a lot of money. Okay. That's quite, I was quite surprised at that. You can't buy them love is yeah. the uh, quotation there. Okay, yeah. so that's the first one. Well, women will something. sacrifice a lot for style. So eight in 10 women would give up something else in their lives something such as going to dinner using their cell phone or even having sex for an entire year for a better dressed partner <laughs> and the final one is they prefer the gentleman not the officer and what that means is that close to two-thirds approximately 63 percent of women find a man in a suit more attractive than one in uniform putting to rest the classic belief that men in uniform are the ultimate sex symbols yeah and it, it just it goes back to kind of what what i thought when i was first going out in uh and going around so yeah we'll just scroll down on here i'll just scroll down why's it going up uh what i was what i when i first started filming you know two years ago i was coming out of a city job in london mm. and i was dressed in a in a suit and i was i was looking and feeling good 
and I was getting it's probably the best reactions I've ever had yeah. when I'm looking sharp you know there's this again a bit of a myth where guys are like oh he's dressed in a suit he's going to come across as the beta provider guy mm. so it's like fuck off it's absolute nonsense Jordan Belfort when he was making his millions was always looking fucking sharp do you really think he was coming across as like the beta provider guy it's mm. completely how you're owning it your personality so I think that's a big thing to bear in mind um any particular tips you'd, you'd say for the fashion in terms of, you know, thinking about maybe a style, things like that? Yeah, so there are a few things, you know, if you are really wanting to take your fashion to the next level, the first thing is to find someone who is in alignment with your style of fashion or someone who mimics or someone who has a style of fashion that you want to mimic. Yeah. Follow them and start taking on, you know, pieces of clothing or start wearing clothes that are similar to mm. to them because they'll give you a really good idea. Obviously, these have to be people who know what they're doing. So yeah. they're often celebrities. People like we were talking about just the other day, uh, Johnny Depp, Dave Beckham. Yeah. Uh, who else? You've got... Peaky people. Blinders. Yeah, you've guy got... from Peaky Blinders. You've got celebrities, but also they're styled in a particular series where they've been given a kind of image, like a, a bad boy, like Daniel Craig in, in the Bond movies, right? Mm, He's that's playing such a that good point, yeah. smug bad boy, that kind of bad boy with a heart, the anti-hero. Or yeah. you've got, um, yeah, the guy from Peaky Blinders in playing the role in Peaky Blinders. So think about what you want to, or the James Dean, you know, that kind of leather, leather bad boy. So I think figure out what the avatar you want to go with is, what's the style kind of image you want to go with. And then you can... Just kind of copy, rinse and repeat from there. Um, I think that's a big thing. What else with the fashion? I think, yeah, just just to kind of carry on from that, you know, you're you're speaking to girls in the street. What we're doing in a very soft, uh, feminized society is manning up and going direct with a girl, which once you've done this enough times, it's not a big deal at all to go and start a conversation with another human. But growing up, as we do, where we're just fucking soft, it's a massive deal, and for the average Joe, it's just something completely out of his reality. Most women are blown away by it in the sense that they absolutely love it. And so if you're dressing a, a nerdy kind of geek guy or your fashion isn't kind of confident and inspiring and it, you don't look like you're owning it, it's not going to be congruent in her brain. So your behavior of super confident, come and have a conversation is great. But if you're just like shit, she's going to be like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. So you so where does this confidence come from? Yeah, you want to be maxing it out. Yeah. There, was a, there was a bit down here, I think, that might be relevant. One second. You had it written here. Um, yeah, like we talked about before. So, you know, thinking of being that well-dressed character, whoever that avatar may be, mm. uh, it changes how we feel about ourselves. You know, as I said, when I was working in the city, coming out from work in a nice suit, I was yeah. feeling good. Even if I felt mentally drained. I knew I looked good because I just had seen myself in the mirror. I'd seen reactions I was getting from women. So it was just a no-brainer to just go and approach in that state. Um, As well, and women make these snap decisions. When they see a guy who dresses well, immediately they attribute success. Um, he's got his shit together. He's got ambition, which is mm. one of the main factors that women find really fucking attractive. And guys, immediately they just they put you on a pedestal just because you dressed well. So, so true. It's it's an absolute no-brainer to get your fashion sorted out. It's no excuse. You can do it literally within a day or two. And it's going to increase the chances of that you have of having success with women just because they're going to give you that leeway at the beginning as opposed to having to to fight for that for that head start, which is which is silly. Uh, do, have you got any clients you've worked with where you 
you know, maybe the fashion has improved or it's been a, a big factor. I know for me, Bav yeah. turned up like, um, well, like he works in a corner shop, quite <laughs> frankly. Pardon the stereotype, but, you know, he, he, he wasn't looking too good. But luckily he had signed up for a package where he was going to be working with the fashion guy we refer yeah. guys to, Ollie, who, if you are looking to get your fashion sorted, send an email to me after this or... Yeah, Les, Les also on the emails, info at jamestuss.com. And we'll we'll have a chat and put you in touch with him. But he'll be able to basically overhaul the fashion like he did with Bab. And by the end, Bab was looking slick. He had decent Instagram photos as well, which is a whole other story. But it's super important, I think, in this day and age, if you're hitting on younger women, even just to verify so they can verify who you are. You don't go for the Instagram, but they're able to see you. If you've got some cool shot photos there, it's just going to make sure there's no issues just in case they kind of, you know, because they're yeah. looking for red flags, right? A hundred percent. They're always looking for red flags. I need to put the girl's mind at ease. I've often gotten a girl's number and she said to me, you know, just send me your Instagram. I need to basically make sure that you're not a serial killer. Yeah. And all jokes aside. Yeah. It's you, a real threat that girls need to face Yeah, nowadays. And you don't, you don't need a sick Instagram and we're not starting to say play Instagram game, but just having that backup, it's not going away anytime soon. Mm. It's worth having a decent number of images shot when you're looking sharp and it just goes onto the Instagram and it just shores up any issues there. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you had any kind of horror stories with, uh, with, guy, with clients coming? Yeah, in? one guy turned up and he literally looked like he crawled out of his mom's basement 10 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> or going, what was he dressed like? Going to a funeral. How did it look like? Uh, not very good, let's just say that. Uh, but, you know, I could just see the reactions that woman had when he went up to them dressed like that. And it was just absolutely awful. They didn't really even take him seriously at all. They just thought, "This is why is he even talking to me? Like, how dare you infringe on my my personal space? After that, he got his fashion sorted out and he literally looked like a completely different person. He looked yeah. sharp. He looked like he had his shit together. He got in a haircut. He just, like, not even the same type of person. And immediately, women started taking him seriously. Mm. He started having amazing conversations. He started taking girls on dates. And he started having success and obviously that boosted that that confidence in his own mind as well because he was like oh shit this is actually working so true so that was really cool to see as well very good point and i think the key to bear in mind is i mean i've worked with fashion guys before i'm lucky that i tend to get it for free because i'll give them kind of cross collaboration stuff but i'm fucking fashion literate i was born fashion literate uh it's like a mm. foreign language to me it's something i've had to learn it is absolutely learnable do you want to try and piece it together yourself? Yeah, obviously use kind of avatars and stuff that we've suggested to kind of get get an idea of it. But honestly, just pay to go to a fashion consultant, even if you're just paying for his time. And you say to the guy, so for example, Ollie, who we'd refer you to, who's worked as a Calvin Klein model for 10 years and is big on saving money, not because he's a cheapskate, just because he's like, why would I pay a thousand pounds something when I can get it for a fucking tenner? He takes guys to da-da-da, Primani, <laughs> and he does a lot of shopping in there. He says, honestly, yeah. James, the quality of the clothing in there is as good as, say, one of the high-end brands. Yeah. But the only difference is people don't know it and they're paying for a label. And again, we don't want to get it too into fashion because that's not a remit. But when you understand fit, when you understand the different Color. base colors to mix and what goes with what and that general style, you can shop at super cheap places if you're on a bit more of a budget. And you're going to look fucking slick. If anyway. you know what to look for. If you then know you, what to look, to, you know what to and look to for. Make an, and to design an outfit, you're still going to look fucking slick. Yeah, because you can make a sick outfit for such a cheap amount of money. As so opposed cheap. to just being a fucking clueless guy who goes and shops at places like Lacoste or, or the higher level brands. If a, if, a, if clothes don't fit you well and if they completely mismatch colors, it's, it's not going to matter what brand they are. 
the girl's still gonna class you as being a complete completely clueless yeah. when it comes to that sort of thing. Very true. So next element of their fashion grooming is the grooming. So with the grooming, if there's something I've always said this to guys, and I'm not just started to you know start a trend of everyone go and get fucking you know move jobs and stuff, but if there's a thing you've got like a you know something glaring about your personality, like a cleft lip, not a personality about your physique, cleft lip or a, a nose you've always you know been like fuck this, it's massive on it, it's got loads of bumps in it, I want to get it fixed. I am actually for if you think. It's something glaring and, and one thing to go and get it yeah. done. Um, and probably not everyone agrees with that, but I think if it's bringing you down self-esteem wise and it's done for you and you're going to feel better about yourself, absolutely. If you've got the money, go and get it done or fucking accept you've got whatever it is. Own yourself, own your own reality. Choose one of them and accept it. Yeah, go with either of that route. Um, but in terms of just general grooming, basic stuff we can control. If you've got severe acne, go and get, you know, Rakutane, one of the strong drugs from a doctor or get, you know, something from the pharmacist, sort that out. There's no excuse. Yeah. If you, most people don't look at it in glasses. I had laser eye surgery. I used to wear contacts. I'm fucking glad I did it. Uh, teeth whitening, teeth straightening, sort that shit out. There's no excuse for having yellow werewolf fangs. It's not <laughs> sexy. It's not Halloween every day of the year. Only one Rusty bolt throwing gang signs yeah. in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just basics, right? But sometimes guys need, need to be told. Yeah. Nose hair. Sometimes I talk to a guy and he's got a fucking forest climbing out of his nose. I'm just like, mate, have you not looked in the mirror? Um, the old werewolf style full moon monobrow it's never a good look it never has been it's not going to win you any favours especially of the sexual variety get that sorted out the best thing to do is go to a decent barber even if you're a bit of a cheapskate just think you know what I'm going to look up a decent men's barber in whatever city you're in Mm. go along and just genuinely ask to say right for my face shape what would look good facial hair wise what would look good that's true because everyone is different some people have like potato heads like me and that's you have a potato i've watched myself in videos i'm now never gonna not be able to see and say oh mr potato mr potato you're mr pineapple no i'm mr potato (laughs) do i have a pineapple head your hairstyle when it gets long so it's your pineapple top Uh, but uh, different hairstyles are going to match you know like you say certain face shapes um you know different facial hair is going to match certain hair types and so go to so, a, go to a barber once, a high end barber, get his recommendation, and same with the facial hair, and you don't have to go back to him every time. Then you just take that recommendation forevermore. You have it. Yeah. So again, what's the underlying theme here? Like we talked about with the go fashion expert, go to an expert in the area. Like it's just a no brainer. Yeah. So that's the grooming rant done. But again, if you don't, there's no excuse, and I don't care. Even if you're on a student budget, like Bav was, who paid for the training, he obviously. Didn't want to splash out loads, but he, even he, you know, most guys, they, they recognize the importance or they should understand the importance of getting these two areas sorted because mm. it can be fixed in literally an afternoon. Yeah. You go to a fashion guy, he take or the, our fashion guy, Ollie, he takes you out shopping, he gets you a new wardrobe, he teaches you how to dress so in future you can dress yourself and then you go and get a decent barber and you're done. That's your, you know, fashion grooming done in one day. So none of this bullshit of, oh, I can't do it or I, I can't have, I don't have the money. Bullshit you don't. You know, to think about your lost amount of dates from looking like a fucking hobo, you're going to have for the next 30 years. Yes, you can fucking afford it. And to be honest, if you're listening to me and Les here, you can afford it because Mm. otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You Mm. wouldn't even be, you know, contemplating working with us. So you wouldn't even like the idea of us because we're both not crawling on the street. You know, we're both not deathly poor. So 
I think get this sorted out. If you need uh, help with it, just get in touch with us and we can point you in the right direction and even give you some personal tips, you know, what, what, what we think is good. Uh, on to the next part, diet and nutrition. How important are these? Extremely important. Diet and nutrition in gym, yeah, basically being in good shape. 100%. And healthy, just, just, just being a bit healthy. Yeah, that's just for self-respect as well. You know, when girls see a guy that's in good shape, they just think, oh, wow, he takes care of himself. He, he takes himself seriously, so therefore I can take him seriously as well. Yeah. The number of people that don't go to gym and don't have somewhat healthy diets are just astronomical. Walk down the street, fashion is completely terrible, terrible... A posture, yeah. no musculature. That doesn't mean you have to go to gym and be an absolute freak of nature like Ronnie Coleman. But at the same time, it definitely makes a difference, not only in your appearance, but also your personal confidence. You walk down the street, you have good posture, your chest is out, girls will start to notice you. And it's just general health as well for self-respect more than anything you're just at the end of the day. If you're in good shape, you're going to be feeling good. I think every yeah. man should lift. I just think it's a masculine thing to do. And I think you're jacking up your hormones in the right way. Women, naturally feminine women, are going to be attracted to men who are, you know, masculine guys with testosterone. Mm. That doesn't mean you have to start shooting up fucking roids in the bathroom. But it does mean that you should really, without any any excuse, get a PT who can sort out your diet predominantly because that's 80% of looking good. And the 20% is actually the training and he can guide you through that. I'm working with a fucking sick trainer at the moment who's, you know, I'm going to start referring work to. So again, if this is something you've been considering for a while... Uh, you are clueless with the diet and nutrition and the gym training like I thought I wasn't. Bear in mind, I've been training on and off for 15 years now. And I thought, oh, fuck, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. I just haven't got to the right shape because and then I'll insert any excuse in my brain. Again, go to a fucking expert who gives you that accountability, who gives you a step by step plan. This guy that I work with, JP Cronin, who runs Rockstar Fitness. He's brilliant because it he can train. He'll train you three or four days a week, but also give you that plan and track you on my fitness pal. So if yeah. you say to him, right, I want to get down to you know ten percent body fat in three months, you do that. It's that simple. And what we're really aiming for for men is to get lean. Even if you're not super big, it's better to always be lean, like not skinny fat, but like ripped down. Um, he also works with guys online. So if you are based in the US or Australia and you're listening to this, he does all the stuff on Skype and video and still you know gets guys sick results. So I really can't recommend him highly enough. Brilliant trainer, very well informed. Um, you can't do this on your own. Again, another thing you can't do this on your own. I, I I meet very few guys who have trained themselves to be in sick shape, because again, it's not your area of expertise. It's not something you uh you understand. Uh, if you work as a PT listening to this, great. But most guys don't. We don't have time if we're living in that attractive reality. Yeah. To be fucking, you know, learning the ins and outs of like really high level dart stuff and really high level training techniques because fuck it, we've got other shit to do. Yeah, well, a lot of PTs actually have PTs themselves yeah. just to hold themselves accountable. Because well, a lot of same it is with not... us. We always talk yeah. about, you know, giving each other feedback on the sets, the body language, stuff like that. We're always looking to either get, you, you're getting better or you're getting worse. So even the experts need experts. 100%. That's, yeah. a, that's a key point. I think it's, it's again, it's something massively in your control if you're a guy uh, to, to get yourself down to a, a low-level body fat. Women are going to be head-turning they're going to be looking good. Uh, again, I you know even if you're facially not that good looking, if you're in really good shape, it more than makes up for it. Mm, if you take your yeah. shirt off in a beach environment, women are drawn to that. There's no there's no escape it. It's just naturally on an evolutionary level, low body fat, 
muscles. They're going to be fucking, they're just in response to that. So again, why not? Why do the, the pickup artist thing of look like a hobo and look like you've never been to a gym? Why not go to a gym and yeah. look good? It's just a no brainer, isn't it? Yeah. But it's, it's almost like when we talk about this stuff, we remind ourselves how basic, but how important this is. Because mm. then your game only needs to make up for a, a small amount. amount. Yeah. Or, or as much you, obviously we, we encourage guys to, yeah. to obviously be talking and bantering, being playful and, and interacting with people the whole time. Cause it just makes you a better human. Yeah makes you more emotionally and socially intelligent. But yeah, why why have everything else working against you when these are all within that frame of control to actually figure out? Yeah. So massively important. The one thing I would say on that as well is I know there's quite a few guys who are similar to me, 33, 34, uh, after 30, get your test levels checked. It's uh, it's something you can do on a company called MediChecks. It's super important. Most men's testosterone dies after 30. And most men are completely unaware of it. You may have a lack of sex drive. You may have trouble sleeping. You may just feel general malaise. Uh, it's a very simple test to take. And again, if you're in the UK, if you have got low testosterone, the NHS will actually supplement you for free uh, to get your, your levels back up to what they should be. So it's mm. super important to do. No excuse not to do it. The test costs like 100 quid mm. for a full spectrum testosterone test. Don't get it done on the NHS. They do a bollocks one. Do it on uh, MediChecks with a full the full hormone support one. Again, info at James Tusk if you want me to put you into that. I don't work with MediChecks, but I'll tell you the one that I use once a year. Um, it's been a bit of a ranty podcast, I, I must say, but we're really trying to trying to help guys in, in every way we can. And I think we'd be doing people a disservice if we just sit here going, it's all about your game, bro, because mm. it is fucking bullshit. Um, there's a big, there was a site that inspired me for quite a lot of the early stuff is one of the, my, my biggest, biggest influence alongside, uh, you know, daygame.com and Torero for his podcast was a guy called good looking loser. Uh, and he talks about, you know, he, he was very much hardcore self-improvement talking about getting a 12 inch dick, you know, doing this fucking <laughs> jogging exercise in the bath <laughs> with a fucking tube, uh, and shooting up all sorts of, you know, manner of, of steroid stacks, like three or four components at once and all this, like very extreme in a lot of areas, but very, uh, switched on to the degree where actually he talks about social freedom as a big element, which is basically what we teach game, how to have a conversation with any woman in any situation, uh, any daytime situation you see because there's so many opportunities opportunities out there every day yeah just think today i mean i was sitting before i met you and we had a coffee and then devoured our our pile of uh, sainsbury's chicken drumsticks <laughs> i was sitting in prep working away on my laptop pretending i didn't have a hard on under the table um and there must have been about nine or ten birds who walked in and out and yeah, absolute stunners not absolute stunners but 100% worth a conversation, 100% mm. I'd have gone on a date and I'd have tried to sleep with her. She was a good looking girl. Three or four of them, you know, went like looked at me, which gave me the obvious in to get up and actually go and walk over and, and say hello, which I did. And I always say to guys like just on a, a basic numbers level, if you can just talk to three or four girls a day, you think is reasonable, which is completely reasonable in a big city like London. It doesn't even take that much time. No, it doesn't take that much time. It's 10, 15 minutes in a day of 24 mm. hours. And in a week, you've already hit 30 approaches, 28 approaches, you know, t between mm. 21 to 28 approaches. And you've done nothing. You haven't even listed a finger. And you just practice being sociable, being extroverted. 
Um, so, you know, but going back to the point in, in question with the good looking loser guy, he talks about social freedom, which is what we, we're big on day game is the most time effective and cost effective way to meet women. And there's so many cross benefits yeah. facing your fear and manning up and, and all that. Well, a lot of clients that we have often say that once they've, they've trained with us, once they've actually overcome this area and being able to approach girls, it just has such a positive ripple effect into all other areas of life. They become they bosses, get more confidence in work. Yeah. They take what they want out of life. They go after what they want and they're more decisive and they're just better people in general. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, but on top of that, that, that kind of area, he talks about basically just maxing your looks out. The mm. reason he talks about steroids and, and getting shredded in the gym is because he's like, yeah, women respond well to a low percentage body fat. Do you need to do anabolics to get there? Absolutely not. If your darts on point, you've gone to an expert, i.e. JP Cronin, who I'd put you in touch with. He'll be able to sort out your fitness and, and, and diet. Um, and also if you, you know, if you kind of done what I did, which is ask around for the gym for five, 10 years, but never quite achieve that physique you wanted, obviously you're not doing right. Obviously you can't do this on your own. Swallow the fucking ego and go and mm. go and have a chat with, with this guy, right. Or another trainer. And the same with the fashion. If you know, you don't look like 10 out of 10 because we live one life and why not max it out? And it's again, what this good looking loser guy talks about, go and get a, a fashion guy who actually fucking knows what he's doing and get a new wardrobe and start looking good and start feeling the part. Mm, yeah. So I just, we shouldn't underestimate if you come and work with us on our 10 week to learn game program at the beginning, we vet your fashion because we basically don't want to send you into battle. If you're looking like half the Braveheart, we need full Braveheart, <laughs> full Braveheart looks there. <laughs> Full face paint on, full war paint on. We need you looking good because otherwise you're going to sabotage yourself and we're going to look shit because you're getting blown out like a paper bag in the wind. <laughs> approach after approach. Uh, anything to add, Les? Any, any comical tales from the crypt? Any uh, uh, just Anything else? One, and I can sell it because the guy in, uh, in question has sorted out his fashion massively, but he was uh, talking to a girl and while he was talking to this girl someone came up to him and gave him money because <laughs> because they thought he was homeless um so they, they thought th he was homeless. yeah they thought he was homeless did he didn't, you think his fashion was that i didn't bad think it was that bad. i didn't think it was that bad it wasn't great but it wasn't that bad but again in the uh, consequent weeks he got his fashion sorted out massively and you know obviously as a direct result of that his results got much much better so we can't emphasize the importance of this and how easy it is, how easy it is to just get this sorted no out excuse. in one or two no days. Excuse. Yeah. Send me a fucking email, info at jamestuss.com. I have a fitness and nutrition trainer who's sick. He'll get you to low, shredded, amazingly masculine, cool-looking physique. And we have Ollie, the fashion guy, who'll do overhaul your entire thing in a wardrobe in one day, your wardrobe, take photos and have you looking sharp. There is a kind yeah. of a LinkedIn topic, which we're going to talk about next week, which is the 55% of that communication body um, pie chart, body language. And mm. obviously part of this, which we could rant on about in this podcast, but we're not going to, is, is masculine, super masculine body language, because that's also going to play into looking good. Yeah. But we're going to leave that because it's a big topic in itself. We've we're got just, a few cool things to talk about that. But bear in mind for that. And uh, yeah, I think that's the main one we're going to go over next week, isn't it? 55% body language, uh, how to look good in terms of body language. It's super important. Guys always bang on about, oh, but yeah, I want the next line. But what they forget is, and what you may have seen if you're listening to this and you watched a recent student of me, as is Danny from Miami, a uh, guy had was fucking clueless. Had approached five women his entire life 
but his body language was super masculine. Yeah. 55% of that's been communicated to the women when he talks. The other 38% voice quality, how you say stuff. Because those two were on point, he was talking absolute fucking garbage. He had no idea what was going on. And women were just hanging on his every word. Yeah. And it was it was a baptism of far for me, almost just remembering these fucking fundamentals. It was so amazing because oftentimes we get I for sure get caught up in what to say. I'm trying oh, to find and the we're, next we're best thing like, to say. We're actually technically probably saying quite good lines, but we're speaking yeah. like a field mouse. Because we're forgetting the basics. We're forgetting yeah. the basics. Basics is if you want to get good at this shit, forget all theory, forget all structure. Obviously, me and Les can coach you through that, but just for your own prescription. Get your body language on point, which we're going to talk about next week. And the week after next, the, the week after that, get your voice quality on point. Get that conviction, how you're saying stuff on point. Super important. Mm, yeah. And is there anything guys should be doing? Sneaky upsell? Yeah. So go to the YouTube and click subscribe to stay updated with our content. We are, there's, uh, yeah, yeah for, for those of you that are coming maybe just off Google, me and Les are charging around on uh, YouTube basically showing how to meet and date girls in the flesh. Lots yeah. of examples for free. Yeah, so if you want to take the next step and get yourself booked in for a free consultation, go to jamestust.com and fill out the form and we can jump on a call. We can discuss exactly where you want to go in your dating life and how to get there as quickly and as painlessly as possible. And also where exactly on this planet you will be training with us yeah, we're, in the future. We're heading off to Mexico. Les will be there in three weeks. We will be running boot camps in Plata Carmen 23rd to the 26th of November. Long weekend boot camps. So Thursday to the Sunday, four hours infield training every day for four days. And they're going to be, they're priced at £1979 or $2,600. After the week after, we're going to be in early December, Mexico City, 3rd till the 6th of December. And then we've got Guadalajara 10th to the 13th. So space is still available for those. Get in touch, info at jamestuss.com and we can have a chat about different options and you can join us for some tequila, tits and a terribly good time. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>